Hello, dreamers. If you haven't yet, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at livingthedream506. But most importantly, keep listening and let me know what you think. This episode of Living the Dream is brought to you by AMW Group. AMW has the right tools to help you build your music career one step at a time. Get your song to the audience it deserves with AMW's Spotify playlist promotion service and work with AMW's experts to get your music heard. Check out their services by visiting bit.ly slash livingthedream10 and get a special 10% discount to their music promotion services by using coupon code AMW10. Six festival. <laughs> I was so pumped for it, man. I was. It had its high. It had its highs and lows for me. Yeah. But that was because transitioning to never have taken my kid to a festival before, to a city festival, which is way different than an outdoor festival. Mm-hmm. So I had some expectations. Some of those expectations were sidelined a bit because of how they set up their all ages access but i completely understand why they do it that way i get it. it's like a this side's 19 plus this side's all ages so I, I get why they do that and the the access to the stage was amazing for the kids you know what i mean like that whole mm-hmm. thing but there's a level of separation that you have for the rest of the festival which once you're in the once you're inside it kind of separates you so i i had to deal with that a little bit but all in all the setup for the new area was spot spot on. I, my, I love that setup. My only issue with the new setup, like I love the layout. Mm-hmm. I love festivals. That, and that's I what I mean. The by the, by the... Yeah. Um, was that the parking lot was on a slant. Yeah. Whether it was from like wear and tear, like yeah, you can tell where like the concrete had been chipped and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like I remember first night standing for a show, I forget, mm-hmm. probably winter sleep, and yeah. then, uh, and then, Re- right, like realizing that my right side of my lower back was fucking sore yeah, yeah. and tight, and it was because I was one foot was about two inches higher than the other. Yeah, yeah. Just from like looking at the stage, which I mean, you—that's a tough thing to plan for. I'm not. Yeah, like, I that's mean, not a, a knock against five hundred six. That was just like unfortunate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it probably wasn't everywhere. No, well, that a lot of that space used to be a building, right? So right, a lot right, of that right. stuff all got <clears> tore <throat> down. So. There's a lot of uneven ground. There's a lot of places that you repave it, re-concrete. Well, the, we I, I think we still don't know what they're gonna do with that area because I think originally it was supposed to be a a museum. They should do a new St. John's waterfront. That would be a beautiful spot for a pavilion. You know awesome. what I mean? Dig that into the ground a little That'd bit. Be so cool. You know, just I mean? have a summer concert venue. Oh man. It'd be so amazing. You could build up everything on that side, like just make it a little hill, yep. and then have. <clears throat> the stage area be facing out onto the water oh man that harbor you can see the bridge over in the background but one thing i did like 
even the way they had their tent set up this year, like all the old buildings and stuff in the background and the There's old architecture. Cool it's a really beautiful area. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love that spot. It was way better set up than than uh, the Long Wharf, just, just for that fact, I think. And I'd like to see them eventually get to a place where they don't have to do a big tent, mm-hmm. that they could just do standard whatever you call them like stage setup with a yeah, backdrop yeah, yeah. and you know what i mean like yeah. you have a see-through backdrop and you could see all the town you know what i mean or so the, what's limiting for that the uh, weather are they weather just, i think just playing it safe you know what i mean like because you can at least do that rain or shine no matter what right like you yeah. can have a rainstorm you can have a thunderstorm outside of like worrying about some uh like stuff right over top of it right. and be be all right and your crowd's not going to get soaked but people don't really give a shit about getting soaked at concerts anyway so you yeah. know if you're doing it in the middle of summer who cares if it's going to be a little bit wet yeah that's true you just sell right. sell ponchos yeah well i i kind of said that the first the first year i saw like with the tent i mean it's great it's a huge tent there's lots lots and lots of room the stage is big you know what i mean like there's there's lots of avenues for for stuff but i i'm so used to seeing these high uh like the ability that you can do with with a diff, with those uh square stages where you have big pylons that you can run lights up really high and you can get bigger light rigs and stuff like that like you're kind of limited to the to the height of the tent with that yeah. with that setup. but i mean it's true and i mean if like bigger acts come in that bring their own light rigs like interpol had their own yeah. lights i mean some and they did so well with the <clears throat> the space that they had for that. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Their was light show was insane. Awesome, insane. Um, yeah, if if you got the big scaffolding set up, the big yeah. box, you can put light rigs up and you can put bigger light bars and you, mm. people can bring their own light. Yeah, shit, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, and I get I get the weather and you know I mean we have a lot of fog in our just in St. John in general, you'll never know. I mean, it could be nice everywhere else, but raining in, in mm-hmm. town, right? So you never know. So I get I get the reason why they do it. And obviously the numbers are fitting for the size of this, the presence that they have now. Yeah. I mean, Dallas Green was full. Yeah, you know I mean, awesome. So lots of people showed up for that. So they, and we just need more of those bands, those, more of those names. You know what I mean? Like they had... Tons of people that were all from New Brunswick. Like, the amount of people that were there just from, from New Brunswick. Even just the St. John area was amazing. Like, people yeah, people want to come out and support this festival, mm-hmm. especially in the St. John area. Like, I, I'd like to see us get the numbers that Harvest gets in the next couple of years if they keep this up. You know I, mean, awesome. like, I mean, I talked to Ray before the festival, yeah. and he was talking about growth and stuff. They went to three days this year. Mm-hmm. And that waterfront area, they got the spot where they went this year mm-hmm. and then the place they were last year is a five ten minute walk away yeah like if you set that up you could have two stages easily and like they had the market set up mm. available to the public you could have that over there too you could have like a oh, little yeah. festival city you could for, have a little for the stage whole in the corner at the at the at the market you know what i mean yeah. down down at the end where the the java moose is yep set up a little small stage there where somebody's coming in and playing music I mean, there's lots of different stuff like, and that would be that's one thing that that festival will bring if it's if it becomes bigger and more of an annual thing, like what um, what a lot of uh, venues in in Fredericton do, or a lot of spots in venue like the you have the Queen Square spot, and then you have tents over here, you have tents over here for harvest, you mean? for harvest, yeah. Right. So like you you have different areas so that 
you can bring in double the amount of acts, you'll get more people to come because people will, I'm here to see these guys, I'm here to see these guys, you know what I mean? Like, the more bands you have, the more numbers, because that's one thing I found this year, too, that was playing a little bit against them was the turnover time. It's like, once you watch the band, the net, you know what I mean, you had a half hour and then a new band comes on, so it's almost like the, the day was gone completely yeah. once four or five acts were playing. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> if you had more bands, it'd be... It would feel like you had more of a variety of places to go and, and maybe fill out your day a little bit more yeah. rather than you go to one spot, then everybody leaves and then right. you come back. You know what I mean? If there's another spot you can go that. to, um, I mean, keep people engaged rather than everybody heading to their car to drink a beer. Cause yeah. you know what I mean? Like one thing Harvest does that's cool is it's citywide. Like mm. you were kind of saying, yeah. it's not, but it's not just stages set up for the festival. It's like, if you look at the Harvest schedule, it's got the capital on there. Yeah, that's what so I mean. So Harvest yeah. presents like the capital complex has these bands playing yeah. all weekend. Yeah, if you couldn't if you couldn't get a Harvest ticket this weekend, you can go see Force Fields and Some Dads play the Capital one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which like, was the highlight of my <laughs> Harvest last year. <laughs> exactly. It was, like the only show I went to for Harvest was yeah. a Capital show. Yeah, which was amazing. So like Peppers could do that, and yeah, what other. Is there other bars up yeah, there? Yeah, well, that, they did the they did hypochondriacs for Friday night. They did the so free show after. So yeah. I don't know what, but but it was that more, just, was that the hypochondriacs taking it upon themselves to do a show? Well, I, I I'm or not sure because they were five oh six presents. Yeah, because it wasn't on the schedule. It wasn't in the in the booklet. The bill, I mean. yeah, yeah. But you get the harvest bill, and it's got every stage every day. Yeah, in all the different it's areas, got like twenty different stages on there. Yeah, I mean they, I think they put buskers in it sometimes. Like, yeah, they it's. It's a whole week. Yeah, it's exactly. A full no, that'd be if we could get that, it would be amazing. You mean like come right in from five oh six? You do a week of five oh six, and then two, three weeks later, then it's harvest. And then either if you can't afford or can't do harvest that year, you have something else that will round out your year, right? Yeah. There's so much stuff going. My my worst thing about harvest is the time of year. It's right. September. It's the start of the start of the year. My kids are starting to go back to school. Yeah, everything's hectic. You're you've done all your stuff in the summer. You know what I mean? Work starts to start back up. So it's always a hard, hard bargain for me to get a, a full weekend in a harvest. Yeah, that's true. But if you had something like that here in the middle of August, everybody's in the in the main part of their vacation season. You know what I mean? Like it, it's right on a holiday. It's a perfect, perfect time of year for a festival. Yeah. And you could easily make that a week long. Have it like either just the week before the long weekend or just after the long weekend, you know what I mean. Yeah. Have it have the long weekend go into the the following week. But who knows? But the thing with turnover time, like a lot of festivals do it right, but they're also way bigger and mm-hmm. been around a lot longer. Is like yeah. uh, like Lockin and Oceaga and Mountain Jam. They do the side by side main stages. Yeah, yeah. So like Lockin does the fucking turn turn stage. stage. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like the they can set up behind yourself. Yeah get the next band ready behind you and then it just turns yeah and then you're that's ready crazy um and i do they still have two stages at lock or is that their new, that's that's the their new, new main stage yeah. so the year i was there which was a long time ago now i guess mm. 2014 or 15 um they did the side by side main kind stage like right yeah. yeah exactly so you just you could you could literally look at one stage and then when the band finishes turn your head 20 degrees and you're looking mm. at the next act starting right away yeah yeah and I mean, at Lockin, Umphreys and String Cheese did a seamless transition from mm. their set. So Umphreys was playing a song, and String Cheese started playing 
yeah. with them as they faded out into this cheese set. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. And then they did it back to the other set again yeah. when Humphreys played after them. They did like back to back sets. Yeah. No, it's it's they did that for Lotus too. Nonstop. It's amazing, music, right? Yeah. And then some of the guys from Lotus would come around and start playing with Humphreys at the start of the set. Yeah. It's like when you start being able to like obviously it's hard when you like it's this whole festival's in its infancy, right? So but like you can see the potential. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you know I mean? going moving to three days was a huge jump. Yeah. Um, as long as they keep bringing the acts in, like mixing it up, and mm. people need big names like to, yeah, to keep coming oh, yeah. and and to spend the money on the the ticket price, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and it's hard in Canada too because our dollar and we're trying to bring in big acts, which it's. It's cool that uh, 506 does a lot of Canadian acts, mm. and like maybe mostly Canadian. Yeah, mo- even New Brunswick. Yeah. Like, or at least Atlantic, Atlantic Canada, right. right? We had a few bands that came up from out west and stuff, but it had a lot of local talent. I mean, we're so lucky the amount of talent that we have in the area to pick from. Yeah, but for sure. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that that have that level of following that that people will show up to... Will, pay the ticket money to come up and see it. it's almost like they'll they'd rather see them than the the big name obscure band you know what I mean do you have a set list or not a set list a schedule from 506 yeah um, or even just the lineup we can talk with the bands like, yeah for sure because first night uh, I w- winter, winter sleep was first night yep um, killed it yeah they did I left right at the end I was upset by that but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah, anyone? when you have kids, that's what it is. Right. But, uh, no, and even, like, I'd seen the hypochondriacs at Folly, and I didn't like them anywhere near as much at Folly as I did at the, at 506. It's all, they had, a, it was short, and it was high energy, and everybody was digging it. My kids were digging it. I was, I was quite impressed with their set, which I wasn't so much so when I left Folly. Nice. So that was, that was really cool. They're definitely talented. Yeah, no, that's they have they have a lot of uh they have a lot of um spontaneity and they can they're really into what they do and they yeah, you know, and there's a lot of talent behind but they're them as musicians too. So and original too. You don't hear any any bands playing that shit. Yeah, no, like they they took a very a very um classic style of music and then decided to put a fresh flair on it and mm. they're they're swearing and you know what I mean like it's not like they're yeah. it's not like your uh, your grandmother's swing you know mm. what I mean like they're it, it's very modern and very much modern um, swing yeah <laughs> alright I can't find their the website doesn't have their lineup anymore oh, son of a bitch but uh I'm sure there's a picture but are you sure um Dear Rouge the next the following day Dear Rouge was awesome um what was the band that I saw that was really tight and I was f- surprised because they're so punky? Uh, you little, you little me. Oh yeah. They had a lot of really good highlights of their show. Like there was a lot of high strum. You know what I mean. A lot of rhythm punk. You know what I mean. Like a lot in the punk vein. Yeah. But they would break it down <clears throat> into some really cool, like slower riffs and more post rocky, more grungy aesthetic. And their Sweet. their vocalist was really good too. So they 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 had a wicked set on uh, on sa- on Sunday. Actually. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah you wicked. were telling me they were awesome. I, I missed yeah. that. Um, who else do we see? So I'll work my way up, I guess. Um, 
Jamie Camo and the Crooked Teeth were good. Were you there yeah, for that? I didn't catch them, but I I liked them at Folly, so I yeah. assume they had a decent set. Yeah, they're good, and they had a short set. I think it might have even been like a half hour. Okay. Yeah. Early in the afternoon. It was, yeah, it was like the first set of the day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but they they rocked it. They yeah. always do. They play it. They have like uh, what Doctor Defunct used to have. Do you remember when we went to that show? Mm. And it was like you and me. Yeah. And like he, <laughs> fucking, played they played to his heart hundred thousand people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they, they have that mindset. Yeah, the the uh, I mean, crooked teeth. So I find they play that way. They play to a hundred thousand people every time they play. Yeah, which it makes, is it, awesome. makes a difference because that energy will get reciprocated back regardless of who's there, right? Mm. But no, nah, it's and they got a new album coming out, which is pretty cool. They seem to be really catching fire. Yeah, well, there's a launch. Isn't there a launch party at uh, Peppers or something? Like that? Yeah, um, and then next on this list is Bloom. Um, I caught They're that so set. Good. They pl- they are so good. Yeah. Um, they played early. Uh, I can't remember which day they played. Yeah. Sunday maybe. See they that would be Sunday. That would be an excellent band for an afterburner band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody that they're definitely late night suited. Yeah, yeah. They have their own light rig that's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's well, it's electronic and it's real poppy and stuff. And it, I didn't know what to expect for an early afternoon set. Yeah. And they didn't have their light rig, but they still fucking killed it. Oh, uh, so they didn't have the percussion no. response? Didn't lights. have the bloom lights behind oh, cool. them. And, but they still killed it. And yeah. I mean, I, they got that song, Under You, I think it's called. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. And Superhuman is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. I like a lot of their songs. Pretty much, like, not really a dull moment in their yeah, set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like it. It's new. Yeah, I like to see them in a, in a late night. With a, on a, like a full hour set, mm. you know what I mean, like a yeah, or even their own show. Yeah, I like to see what they come out with for a, for like a an hour and a half mm. full on show. With, Crowd with seemed that to like light. it too for afternoon. Yeah. It was it was good. Uh, little you, little me, and yeah. hypochondriacs. You said were fucking dope. Yeah, they were. Um, FM Berlin. I didn't check. I didn't, I didn't catch, catch them. them. Um, Les Payen were. Or Pan, I don't yeah. know how to say it. The Heathens, I think yeah, yeah. I looked it up and it's called. <laughs> yeah. Um they were good. Yeah, they're good, man. They like I instrumental. I caught the Funky. the last half of their set and it was perfect for me because I it was Sunday. I just got done like Megan worked that day, so I was with the kids most of the day. I just got rid of the kids and I came in and it's just dance. You mm. know what I mean? Like funk, loose, everything was kinda it was perfect scenario to come into. So there's, they had an amazing set. I I love, and they've been around for so long mm. that you forget seeing them. You know yeah. what I mean? I've seen them like five or six different times see, on different bills. That's funny you said that. I don't think I've seen them. Yes, you until have. then. But you're like you're telling me I have. Oh, and I know you have. Brad told me I. He's like I've seen them with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like oh, all right, sick. Yeah, <laughs> but like, that's kind of the. The downfall of a instrumental band, you, yeah, yeah. They kind of, you might not remember. Yeah, and they were like always that. like they'd be like third third place on a bill at the Gothic Arches or something like right. that, or they would be like a midday festival set, so right. easily missable or easily you were there, but you were talking or you know what I mean right. it's hard to. But they were, they and that's were, no, that's not a a knock on them. Like I love instrumental. No, music. no, it's just a lot of times it's a placement on, yeah. on where they are. But they're funky, they're danceable, they they're really talented. Like Buddy, tight. Buddy would just wail on that guitar mm. and solo, and now they're really good, really tight, really really good bunch of artists there. Uh, did you see the Motor League? 
No. Didn't see them. I, um, I, I listened to some of the stuff, and it's a little bit too pop rock for me. Right. Yeah. Um, so next was Deer Rouge, and I think that was the biggest surprise for me. Oh, they're so good. Because they were fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I never heard of them before this, and just kind of checked out their new album yeah, on yeah. the drive there that yeah, day. Yeah. And... Yeah, that new album's fucking awesome. Yeah, and I li- I'd only listened to some of their Spotify stuff, which was way more produced mm. than I was expecting. But they they had a dark sound, like midday yeah. set. It was dark, and yeah. you know what I mean, like very melodic, very melancholy aspects of their of their set. I was not. I was expecting it to be more of a like a yeah. synthy bass. Was that was dark? I yeah, like, yeah, I like dark synth bass. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I expected it to be way more, way brighter and way more uh, energy based mm. than it, like. I mean, there was tons of energy. And actually, I didn't expect her to be so like active, maybe or yeah, like, like to move around, yeah, and like, dance and stuff like that. Like uh, I talked to her a bit before the show and. Like they were, they were really cool mm. and really nice, but they seemed a little more reserved than their on stage presence, which yeah. is fucking cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And like listening to their album, it didn't seem like something they'd be jumping on the stage. And like she jumped into the crowd. Oh and yeah, was singing in the crowd. Yeah, I got like, a video of her walking around in yeah. the crowd and stuff. And yeah. Like the very interactive and yeah. like all my kids professional. Like yeah. I, I didn't know they were that professional. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. Like. I guess you just hear of somebody, you don't expect them to be as big as maybe they are. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they played Oceaga the night before. They're, yeah. They're doing something, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, they were the biggest surprise for me. Yeah. And the song, Live Through the Night, from the new album. Yeah. They ended with that, and it was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was a That's good, set, man. good track. Yeah. Um, Rural Alberta Advantage. Um, they're pretty good. They're good for what, for the, what they are. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, a for a three-piece semi-folk band they were they were not bad they the guy yeah. had a very good very distinct voice yeah i finally and, got better as they went along too yeah. um which yeah they're they're my cousin uh jason's one of his favorite bands he yeah. he saw them a couple of weeks ago actually before this and he was telling me about them yeah so it was kind of cool that they played there and i got to see them and yeah. they were definitely really talented little uh afternoon set and i was kind of just getting getting into the day so i wasn't right up front to get really into the music mm. but I like it they're definitely talented no they're definitely uh, relaxed like you could definitely sit back mm. and watch them it's, you yeah. know I mean it doesn't require a whole lot out of you yeah they're, oh, they're good pretty good uh, Winter Sleep killed it yeah can't say much about Winter Sleep that you haven't already said you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. like they they jammed with the new stuff a little bit uh, they got kind of post-rocky and heavy yeah, yeah. heavy in a lot of parts of the set yeah I found that it, the whole start of the set was very much based around indie more of their pop oriented yeah. style songs and then they got into a bit of their back catalog by the end of the set yeah. which is I mean a couple new songs I've, I've, we talked about this before but they're they're very much a band that seems to play to the to the the bands that are they're playing in between or around they, yeah, they play to the crowd that they're in front of. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, like Folly Fest a couple of years ago, they jammed everything out. They played a lot of their back catalog. Yeah, like the, and a lot of it was darker, more uh, brooding kind of thing. And there's obviously a, a theme with our musical tastes. But. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but like we even sure. say, like them and Interpol would have been. I, I feel like would good have been bill. a good double bill mm, for um, sure, rather than them and Plastic because. 
how dark can you get and then have Joel come Plaska come on and play after that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. gonna take people uh it's gonna be a bit jarring, I think, in terms of style. Yeah, a bit but, of a crowd separator maybe. Yeah. Um I, but I love Winter Sleep. I mean, Me they too. were awesome. Forest Fire, that new track, mm-hmm. gets real trancy at the end. I thought that was awesome live. Yeah. Um, and I really like that song. And then Nerves Normal, Breathe Normal mm-hmm. to end the set, which they do most most of the time. They end mm-hmm. with that or like Orca. Yeah. And they play both of those. And yeah. I found Orca was a little different. I, 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 don't I left f- in it. I don't think you should mess with the structure of that song. Yeah, yeah. I like when bands switch songs up like yeah. i mean we're jam band listeners we like yeah, yeah. different versions of songs yeah orca seems like a perfect song yeah it's not one of those ones that don't you fuck kind with of the upbeat. lyrics yeah, yeah i feel like the timing of the lyrics is perfect he kind yeah. of he he wavered a bit with it yeah i mean this isn't a critic music podcast and i <laughs> yeah. i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about yeah, yeah. i mean you like mess you like. around with it yeah. if you want but i like i like orca studio that's a fucking crazy song yeah yeah um and then jamming out nerves normal like i'm glad they still end with that Mm. and show that that's who they are they are yeah Uh, this we can still do this yeah we're gonna be poppy and we're gonna be indie for an hour and then our our uh day one fans yeah we're gonna give you 10 15 minutes of nerves at the yeah, end yeah. and just isolate <laughs> yeah. the crowd give you either like this very or cerebral and yeah. you know what i mean very uh it was awesome yeah joel plaskett was good you left you had to leave before that before joel yeah um joel's tight he does it he yeah. does what he does um, yeah. and the place was packed they, people love him for it you know fuck I mean? yeah the place was packed though mm. uh, like completely packed and women fucking love that guy holy fuck i mean i walked around i was trying to take some pictures and stuff and like really that was the first night so i was really trying to get a feel for the festival and check out all the different spots and that was the last act so i was doing it during that and the girls were screaming the songs man and just Mm -hmm. like just loving it fucking crazy yeah that's awesome <laughs> Anyways, out of left field, though. yeah. You know what I mean, but um, and then so Sloan, mm-hmm. I skipped Sloan, right over. Sloan. Sloan was good. Sloan was fun. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget how many hits Sloan they has. Have, yeah, I did. Well, I when I was walking in because I I left just to I had to go get kids sweaters and stuff like that and was coming back in the festival and I heard this the alarm for uh, uh, Money City Maniacs. Yeah, and I'm like dance, grabbing dance, Eli, dance. grabbing him by the hand, and like yeah, speed awesome. walking to into the festival yeah, as I'm walking through. I was like, I'm not missing this song. I was sick. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people that I was with, every time they started a new song, they're like, they play this song. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking awesome. And like, yeah, yeah. even I was like, guilty. I was like, oh fuck yeah, yeah I forgot about that song. Great. I remember seeing them like back at the the social club in Fairton way back in the day, years ago. Just loving it. Yeah, man, they were well, awesome. They used to. Um, they're fun too they used to play Money City Maniacs same for... haircuts <laughs> yeah pretty much they were on KEXP like a month ago oh really yeah like they're still sick they're still relevant relevant in terms <laughs> like, of like anything yeah yeah they play Which some I, new stuff I, I they did a full video. band switch do you remember that During yeah, the set? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. A full band switch everybody took a new took instrument took a new instrument yeah yeah pretty fucking funky yeah. song too well, I think uh I'm probably going to bastardize this interview, but they were talking about this new album and it was basically a new take on how they write albums. Like they kind of just, 
everybody just wrote their own songs. Like it was mm-hmm. very much a collaborative. I'm gonna write a song. You write a song. You're gonna write a not song. a concept. Album. Not a concept album. It was more like let's just make a collection of songs and we all have a, have yeah. a say in it, right? Um, I, I'm probably wrong on that, but I'm yeah. just trying to remember back on an Whatever. interview that I listened Nobody to. Listens but, to this. but I was very interested to see somebody in Seattle covering and having that much admiration for a for Sloan, Sloan right mm. you know what I mean like because you don't see that many Atlantic Canada bands that are they're floating around mm. in the west coast in the states right yeah but so next would be best transition I'd say would be Matthew Good yeah I loved it oh yeah me too I really did I mean that was the first time I've ever seen him yeah and like hard to believe like how much of a staple he is to this yeah, yeah. part of the world. Well, you just hear him sing. Yeah, Macro was good. Really good. Yeah, it, it was. A long-awaited... It really was. A long-awaited set to watch. Yeah, so... Yeah. We've never seen him. No. Almost a couple times. So, he... He he talked during... He forgot the words to Alert Status Red. Yeah. He talked about how that song's 16 years old. Is that what he said? He's 15. 15 yeah. years old is that true I don't know where does that put us in age were we in high school back then right. it was one of the later songs like it wasn't right like, you know what I mean like it wasn't with like that put us at or... like graduation time I think were we graduating to no. alert status red no was that was our around, graduation song it was, <laughs> it was around before that I feel like oh, that's what I thought too but then you're talking 20 years. Like, how long has this been happening? Yeah, I just assumed that he knew. Maybe he yeah, doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> know the lyrics, so... <laughs> I'm assume he knows that. Yeah, really. Song. <laughs> fact check it. Looking right. But he did say, like, you'd think I know the words because it's been 15 yeah. years. And it's a big song that he probably plays every show. Oh, but yeah, it's just for like, sure. Who knows? I assume his set lists don't vary too much. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Definitely plays it all the time. <laughs> But yeah, it was cool to hear him sing a lot of hits. Oh yeah, it's like late. I, like I said with Sloan, I, a lot of songs that I kind of forgot were his. Yeah, yeah. Or just completely forgot about in general. Yeah, yeah. I went on a big match. Like when I thought I was gonna see him, they were gonna play at Elwood's years ago, like two thousand eight, ish, and I was gonna go to that. And then I just had started getting on this whole Matt Good kick it was like going back through a back catalog of like went on a Matt Good kick yeah like really <laughs> like went into a back back catalog of, and they were all really good fucking right any crazy deep cuts does he get like you know I'm what I mean trying to think of one find like a heavy fucking dark b-side I'm trying to think of one that I listened to a lot but I can't I can't remember the name of it but it wasn't like a mainstream hit but it was still really good hmm. I feel like it has the word bullet in it Bullet, but not, but not weapon. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Right. <laughs> hey, I got you. It was weapon, wasn't it? No. <laughs> uh, I can't think of it. Google bullet, Matt Good. Bullet. And see if the, may not see if the close, light. So I'm just re- associating. See if the cops show up. <laughs> Bullets in a briefcase. Is that it? Is that a song? Uh-huh. Bullets in a briefcase. Yeah. Well, let's take a listen. Let's take a listen. Pretty fucking quiet. Is it? It is for sure. It's an ad for fucking Netflix or something. This is it. Yeah, that was a really. So that's not it. That's not it. Perfect. Close, close <laughs> enough for the fucking. 
<laughs> he has a song with bullet in it. <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah, I don't know. But right. no, I I had well, been... that went good. That went just exactly <laughs> how I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, no, but it was overall a good set. Was, Do you know your I mean? best like... Matt Good impression. <laughs> oh, I can't. Come on, <laughs> come on. As close to a goat as I can sound. Let's daddy red. Matthew Goat. Matthew Goat. <laughs> He's the goat. Yeah, he is the goat. All right. The goatest. Tokyo Police Club? I feel like we didn't do that. I don't know if we... We sat through it. It was right after... It was right after uh, Royal Burn Advantage. Right. I don't know. I wasn't into it. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I definitely Thinking didn't. back, I didn't yeah. really pay attention to it. It wasn't grabbing. I don't yeah. listen to them, so I don't. It's too indie pop for me, but people dug it. A lot of people... People loved it. A lot of people came there to see it, so... Mm. I mean, I don't really care as long as you get the draw. I liked a couple parts, but... I don't know. I don't even remember parts. Don't remember no, really no that parts? Show. Yeah, like, I don't even remember... He, Any like dude had long taking a second to listen to sexy it. surfer hair. Perfect. Do you remember that? No. Do you, do you, do you remember that? No, I don't. I don't even remember what they look like. You're fucking right. I saw a picture of them recently. Look the same. Sexy long surfer hair. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then Interpol. It's, what do you get to say about Interpol? It's a hard band to translate into St. John, I guess. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the show. Like, we gave it a rating. I gave it a seven. Yeah. It was a lot... It, like, it's hard genre to kind of bring here if you're not really into that genre. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a, if you've never heard of the band before, you didn't take the time to actually look at it, and you're just like, oh, it's a big name. Mm-hmm. I think that turned a few people off, but the production was amazing. You could tell the talent, the amount of effort they go in, like... The, you can tell they they're trying to do emotive themes with their lights and their music, even though yeah. some of it even didn't even seem to match. Like right. they have this up tempo song, but very like dark blues and like faded over. You know what I mean? Like trying to yeah. make this dark feeling, but they're playing a very like up tempo song. It was it was very disorienting in some cases, but which I think is good when you're watching lights. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like. Sometimes things don't match, but sometimes not matching kind of is a part of the experience, right? That's kind of like uh, how Deep Dark Woods describe their sound, like happy folk with dark morning lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that that Deep Dark Woods set. A lot of people didn't know what to expect of it. but Mm. but Yeah, Yeah, I found Interpol is similar in a different direction, I guess. There's, like I told you before, they're so indie Mm. that you have to only like indie yeah. to listen to like them. Yeah. And it's like if indie had subgenres, like their subgenre would be indie again. Yeah. <laughs> indie, indie. They're, they're, in, they're real indie indie. Yeah. <laughs> they're the indiest. Yeah. Now, like, and I remember listening to, because I'd seen their name a bunch of times back in the day and I saw their self-titled album come out and I listened to that all the way through, but that has it was a completely different style to what they play normally yeah and i think that's what draw drew me in so i was hoping for that um but it was less of that but it's still 
enjoyed it. I, lo- I love the fact that we have a big name that came to the city yeah. like that. So I, I'll take an interesting band that comes that maybe doesn't jive well with the crowd so much, but is big enough to bring other bands that... Take risks. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, take the risk, and then other bands will see, oh, they had that that band on the bill. We can we can make it worth our while, right? Mm. So... Definitely. I know. I, I, enjoyed have, I enjoyed that show. They started off real strong. Like, there's only really a couple songs that I know and really like, and mm. they kicked it right off. Yeah, like that Pioneer to a Fall, yeah. the first track, the, yeah. the album, like... It's like perfect. It's just this low, like almost like a perfect circle style, yeah. like uh, single chords that slowly build and build. And then he has that very atonal voice that he just rings out over top of that song. It's like, I, that's exactly the style that the self-titled album's in, mm. which that's what I like about their, like if they could do more of that, I'd listen to them all the time. Yeah. But, yeah, because they can space things up and yeah. really open Slow, things up. Slower, Trancy. The slower they get, the better they get, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And then the lights are just like slowly rising up as as they're playing that. You know what I mean? Like it's there's so there's so much atmosphere in that in that intro, yeah. and it's so weird to come from that into just bam, like strokes, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's such a weird transition, yeah. and I think that's what lost a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, like, people people that like Top 40 radio yeah, aren't going to like that. No. And a lot of those people like Sloan and Matthew Good, who yeah. have been Top 40 radio well, they, forever. That's what they've been listening to the last 20 years, right? Yeah. So to experience Interpol, Sight Unseen... Yeah. I think was a shock to a lot of people. Because yeah. it is so isolated in like a fanhood yeah, genre. Yeah. Well, like, especially this area alone, like, unless you're looking for music here, mm. you're not going to get obscure bands. You're not going to find different tastes that you like, might like or might might get that you would normally get in a bigger bigger area where there's more diverse diversity yeah. in the listenership, right? Where it's so... We have such a low population that once you get to the average that's the only thing that really makes any money so you have to stick with the average right mm-hmm. so that's all the exposure that you get so be interesting to see how the crowd would have changed and how big of a draw they are if interpol hadn't played the night before in montreal at oceaga yeah and the night after in portland Maine. yeah 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 because those people might travel from montreal or further yeah, yeah. to see a full festival of great acts with Interpol headlining yeah. if they don't have to only drive two hours to see it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that the proximity's big, but it would have been cool to see it as a standalone headliner to see if more people from yeah. Central Canada and, like, the upper... Yeah, like, Quebec The area. northeast yeah. of the States without a Portland show. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Boston people may may have leaned towards it yeah it's cheaper bill for them yeah i mean like i find a lot of a lot of people in the states their biggest their biggest barrier to entry is that none of them get passports because they don't leave they can just go from state to state to state right and get all the things that they would want in a vacation right yeah so to come to canada unless you're going to europe there's no a lot of people don't even have passports yeah so it's it's an interesting 
it's it would be interesting to have them come and do a solo show here to see what kind of draw they had from exterior parts of the mm. of the province. And then, I think your highlight of the weekend, city and color, hundred percent. Yeah, that uh, blown away, man. Blown away. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah, you were blown away. I was blown away. I was pleasantly surprised yeah. and enjoyed it and yeah. stood back and really took it in. I went up close a couple times, changed positions, just saw some different angles and mm. thought it was fucking awesome. Mm. And then I, re- I remember standing out at the back of the tent after the show. I was like, fuck yeah, that's pretty good. And then you come out of the <laughs> fucking crowd. My fucking mind is blown. That was just insane. It was so good, man. Like he just he hit everything that I wanted to hear that night in some weird way. Like yeah. I love the slow, the slow lead ups and then just complete rock, like Zeppelin like rock. Yeah, yeah, like really ending, was, wasn't it? And outros. You know what I mean? Like everything just got built almost out of nowhere in some cases. And it just was so good. The light, like his light setup. Like, he had a few things where it was like, almost looked like a Canadian flag behind him, you know what I mean? Mm. And then he had that one scene where he came out, and he's, where he was playing the acoustic on a couple solo songs, and you can't see his face, you just see his silhouette behind this one single light that's shining out. It's like, so just like, the visuals behind the show were just mm. amazing. So it just, it hit me on all levels, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I went to that show. Yeah, that was, they were, like fucking like bluesy at times and just so tight yeah and they they go into phases of r&b you know what i mean mm. like just old school yeah. like r&b soul <clears throat> you know what i mean and then some acoustic folky sounds like he was just all over the map yeah such a dynamic different types of or such a dynamic show with different <clears throat> different points where you can everybody got a little bit of what they would have wanted out of that show you know what i mean yeah. like, if you came for rock you got rock if you came for a solo sit down acoustic show you got that too like it's just a full spectrum of entertainment mm. that, that i said for sure yeah i didn't know any songs like i said and yeah. i just found myself trying to like remember them in the moment and thinking i was like well i don't know any of these songs i'm kind of falling out of it mm. like like thinking too hard thinking almost. too hard yeah. and like he he uh he was singing very standard right off the the get-go and i was just like okay like i feel like i've seen the show now like yeah the first two or three songs i was just like yeah this is this is what it's gonna be yeah. the whole time and just kind of felt myself trying to almost take myself out of it yeah yeah and then little things just started happening like where yeah, you, yeah. this part of this hook will be fucking sick and then he hit the high note and like hold it (laughs) different you know what i mean yeah yeah. like his voice seemed to just get exponentially better and like hitting like all that high-pitched shit like super sexy yeah you know oh yeah lights dialed in on him he's kind of slowing everything down and holding it yeah people just hooping and hollering like (laughs) whistling and stuff like that oh yeah like yeah it's so good he's another one where i noticed the girls were out full force for oh yeah i fucking love that <laughs> yeah well that that's the thing you get girls that'll draw the guys right so that's true <laughs> take a that sales. true <laughs> yeah i think i only remember the encore song like knew it mm. in beforehand and that i'm coming home yeah and 
That was awesome. That was awesome. Half the crowd sang most of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Slowed right down. Yeah, yeah. Real minimal fucking... Yeah, just him and a guitar. Holding that note. Yeah. <laughs> Almost playing the last chorus. Well, like, like the song extra. is so easy in terms of... Yeah. not. I don't mean, like, easy. I just mean it's very standard, but the whole way... It's the same pattern the whole way through. Mm-hmm. But it's so beautifully repetitive. And it's so nationalistic. So you get this feeling of uh, community with when you're singing the song with people because they're all... It's all your home right yeah so it's it was very cool it was very yeah. cool yeah that was a, a great uh great way like to a, finish it felt it. like a hip yeah you know i mean it's yeah, very it hip like it did you know what i mean yeah yeah very canada specific and yeah yeah what a fucking and for a guy that's as big as he is in the states to be able to to still want to keep his identity as a canadian is pretty cool too yeah that's definitely a great way to end the festival. Yeah. But it's funny, too, because in a lot of cases, most people go, like, and I'm me included, go really hard Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. But my hardest night was Sunday in terms of just wanting to get out and go. Mm-hmm. And it paid off, like, big time. tenfold, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and your kids were gone by that time, that night. Yeah. And just... Everything perfect storm. Well, it's just I I wanted I wanted that whole set to just be me and the music, not to worry about like the kids had a great time. I had a great time with them, but uh, just not having to worry about them. One wanted to go like there's three of them, so they're constantly wanting to go everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So I was able to just focus on the music, which was I mean the music was great all weekend, so I was finally able to just give it all my attention. Mm. So that probably had a lot to do with how blown away I was too, just because it was just all that, you know what I mean, was Mm -hmm. uh, accumulated into a kind of an awesome final way end of the weekend. Yeah, definitely. The only downfall I think of the weekend was uh, I heard some security issues, like people were sneaking in and shit and Uh, reusing bands, and I think just like general not caring at the door yeah, yeah a couple people said they snuck in when it was Pretty like easily. busy okay, just like walked yeah. in through the line yeah i mean yeah. you're gonna get that anywhere you know what i mean like I, there are people that can tighten up things way tighter but like we went to mow and that was probably one of the best parts of the whole time we went to mow down and like literally just pushed the gate open and just mm-hmm. everybody ran through that is a little bit more destructive and a little bit more whatever but like the odd guy getting in with a, without paying, I mean, it sucks for the promoters and it sucks for the people that paid the money, but I feel like it's going to happen. I'd rather have yeah. a few here and there than have overbearing security and everything be a process. Right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, they're going to do better as they get as they get bigger, but there, it's not like there was any lack of security there. No, that's you know true. I mean? Like, there was a police presence almost the whole time. And there was tons of people, security around, and it was, everybody was happy, like, there was no, I didn't see any issues in fighting or any, no, you know what I mean? Like, it was very well put together in terms sweet. of behavior, but I don't think we get too out of control. No, it was good. Yeah. Just, the only reason I bring it up is I've seen multiple festivals oh, yeah. go bankrupt that had a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. You know well, I mean? like if, you're, if you're If you're losing all of your tickets because most of the people are getting in like that up north story is ridiculous <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, like that getting bad. vips just by handing the band back a couple times like you know I mean? the scanner the ticket scanner broke yeah 
So instead of fixing it or marking X's on tickets, they had to just, like, well, they had to accept tickets, yeah. right? But they didn't mark them. Yeah. They didn't mark them used. They didn't rip them. They're just like, yeah, okay. We can't scan <laughs> them, so we're going to let everybody in. Yeah. So then by the first night, people were sharing VIP tickets. Yeah, yeah. The whole place was just full. Yeah. And I mean, that festival was awesome. Mm. Had Bob Weir and Rat Dog and Umphreys and RJD yeah, yeah. too. But I think they probably went broke on the, on the art the lineup. And before yeah, but that. I mean, you got to get some money from tickets. Yeah, yeah. They might have broke even. You never know. Yeah, I think it was a trust fund festival, or like an inheritance I festival. Want, I want to be one of those. Things. Yeah, I want a trust fund <laughs> festival. <laughs> I want to win lottery just so I can do a festival. Be sick as fuck. That'd be awesome. I mean, I'm gonna lose it all anyway. Spending on frivolous stuff, might as well do something really cool with it. Yeah, might as well book your favorite band. <laughs> yeah. They're either gonna take all my money over the next twenty years, yeah. or I might as well just blow it all in one exactly. home show. Yeah. Oh, well, I think five oh six was awesome, and I, I'm pretty excited for nope. the future potential. I last they seem to be last two. I've been to the last two years. How many years have been four? So four I've been five. Two, yeah, probably two out of the four, and. It got it's better than last year's. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the headliner for both final nights were killer. Yeah, no, I'm. It's I'm promising pleased. and it's, exciting. It's very promising and exciting. I, it's a it's a festival to look forward to in the in the area for sure. Mm. So I'll probably buy buy early birds this year or next this time next year. Yeah, because why not go? Like yeah, it's right exactly. There. And to be able to get that whole weekend for ninety bucks, mm-hmm. I'd be all for it. Yep, you know what I mean? definitely. Way, che- way cheaper than well I don't know what was what was the early bird for harvest weekend I know and, a lot yeah. probably I don't know I don't know why I said a lot I have no <laughs> idea what it is 20 bucks <laughs> yeah. I have no idea but yeah. they sell fast yeah they're gone and I feel like this this festival is on its way if it keeps up the, the okay, work that it's so. on or the trajectory it's on that'd be sweet fucking right hold down alright that's it. Peace out.